Oh, all you truckies and TV addicts. <laughs> what is going on, brother? Not much, man. I got the lucky largemouth fishing shirt on. <clears throat> Large mouths in the house. Is that your yeah. new hat? I think you should wear that. That looks stunning. I don't know. Judy got it in Florida. It's some like. Bring deep. Bring. Bring. What does that say? I don't know. But it's I got can, a large mouth on the back. I can I can barely see? read when it's in front of me. No, I'm joking. Large, you see a large mouth bath. Yes, oh, I do. That's very nice. It's nice. The sun shirt. I like sun shirts. Yeah. Well, especially uh, when I'm on the water and can't tell it now because I've lost a lot of my color. But man, all the time well, down south, I've heard a certain shade I've never seen before. Yeah, well, I, I think that your shirt is a great segue into today's episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Hacker Outdoors podcast. My name is Michael Hacker, and this is Joey McCormick. He's joining you with his lovely blonde locks and his largemouth bass t-shirt. Um, of course, we would be remiss to miss a week or two or three or however long it's been. Um, yeah. You know, well, last week... We talked about Tough Mudder. Um, Tough Mudder was, we busted its balls a little bit, but it was an awesome event. Um, but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about fishing because I think I've been bad at posting. You've been bad at posting. We've been busy. We've done a hell of a lot of fishing. And people are asking, and, and I'm not making this up, people have reached out to me and said, so where did Joe end up this year in the tournament? See, season's not done yet. Um Season's far from done. I have a big event at Lake Murray, September 25th and 26th. That's the two-day South Carolina MLF, Major League Fishing, BFL. Um, they call it, I think it's their two-day championship. Um, Lake Murray next Friday and Saturday. So that's a big one right now. And those overall standings, I think my great friend Brendan Gunther, who I travel with for that, that division of fish with, I think he is sitting either in second or third overall. Um, coming down to it, I'm going to check right now. And I think I'm tied for like 10th. Jeez. Um, overall, there's a couple of us up there, up there at the top. Um, so this two day down there is, is really huge. kind of a huge deal for the both of us. Um, listen, I'm not saying I hope you knock Brennan out, but all so I'm Brennan, saying is you are my cousin. Brennan is sitting in third, and he is four points out of the overall lead. Wow. Um, even though so he's it's really, but it's still really anyone's game. Four points is, is doable he, in a two day tournament. Yes. Yeah. I am sitting, I could finish in, within the top 10. Yeah. Um, and I love Lake Murray. Brennan loves Lake Murray. Brennan, actually, I think last Lake Murray event when it snowed, what was that, in February? February 13th? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he f ended up finishing, let's see here, 2021. So you're not saying that Brennan owns Lake Murray. You're just saying he, he owns ended up Lake second Murray. in that event. Um, I think he lost by mere ounces, and wow. I was in the top 20. Um, so not not out of it. This this is huge. Um, no, this is huge. Well, so 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 the, the the next part is getting to the regionals, which I will. There's no um, if answered 
what's about it. I've already qualified for that regional, which will be on the St. John's River. Um, I forget the exact date, but sometime in October. And from there, if you finish this certain position, what, you get to go. What was the river again? It's, it's the St. John's River. Oh, um, John's. Okay. Let me see. Let me look at that schedule. Um, so out of all the divisions, that are that there's regionals. There's a total of six regionals for the whole country for all the different overall divisions. And, the, and how many? See, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Looks like there's twenty, twenty overall divisions, and then there after that there's six regionals. And from the six regionals, they take a certain amount of people to fish. The, the it's called the Major League Fishing BFL All American which is a lot of pros say it's the, the hardest tournament to qualify for and make in, in the world. Um, it's up there with the classic. It's very, 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 very hard to make. Only a select handful, handful get, get to make that. Um, so that's what we're fishing for. We go to St. John's, which I've already qualified for that regional. And, and I think if you finish in the, Top 10 in that is either top 10 or top six get to go on to the, the BFL all American, which, um, you know, there's big name pros out there who haven't made, made that, that, uh, wow. Where, that where's event. that? Where's that tournament? October 21st and the 23rd in Palaka, Florida, St. Oh, the BFL all American. I don't think they've announced that yet. Um, I heard it's on the Passaic River here in New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they usually don't announce that to a little bit later. Um, uh. Which should, should be interesting, which I, I, it kind of stinks for me is senior day for Riley, actually, I think is for field hockey is on the 21st. Listen, she'll, she'll understand. So I might actually have to not fish the regional, which... We'll, we'll get there when we get there. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Listen, I'll, I've got a wig here that I can wear, um, and I'll fish on your behalf. Yeah. How does that sound? Well, I'm going to call MLF. Yeah, senior day is the 21st. Hmm. Maybe I can miss day one and try to make up for it. Day two, I don't know. Um, or I'll have to go fish the wild card, try to make it into the wild card. So overall, you know, I, that hurts. Yeah, that, that, that hurts. That's the yeah, nice, nice chest. Yeah, no, no one needs to see that. Everyone, if you're watching, you need to mute that. Uh, <laughs> um, you're like those people at the Tough Mudder. Is that, tough, is that I, what I, I, that's what put it in my mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah, making um, the regional is a big thing because in your division, so the regionals combined, if there's 20, there's six regionals, I, th I think it's three different divisions fish each regional, three or four. And you have to be a certain percentage. I think they have 250 boats total. So I think it's a top 45 go from each division. Okay. Which Brennan and I are both guaranteed from the South Carolina division to, to make that. Um, it's no, no ifs, ands, or buts. We, we both made it. And that one's at the St. John's River, which... So let's, let's, if we can, how do you feel as though fishing this summer was? 
I've got my feelings on it. I'd like to hear yours. And as we wind down summer here, right, it's September 15th today that we're filming this, but it's still technically summer. Do you think it was a good year? A good season? Um, I've done really well down south. I've caught so many fish down south. A ton of fish. Um, early season on the bay, I was catching a ton of fish. Um, it's, it's been good. It's been good. Um, yeah, I've, I've caught a lot of fish this year, thinking back on it. Um, yeah. This year, I, I've, been, I, I've done a lot of my fishing down south. The majority of it, honestly, has been down south. And I, I caught a ton, ton of fish down there. Um, what about size-wise? Do you think the size was there? Yeah. You know, I, I've, where, where I was fishing, yeah, it's been a lot of size. I've caught a lot of good, good size fish this year. Um, yeah. I, as you know, I kind of have mixed feelings and I, I feel like I, if I could inject or inject myself into it for a moment here, I feel as though I didn't get to fish this much as I did last year, right. For, for work reasons and then life reasons gets in the way. Um, you know, I think last year, what did I say? I hit almost half of my target species. Um, and that's a lifetime target species list. So that's pretty damn good for, the living here in the tri-state area, which is, which is cool. Um, but this year I'd say that I didn't get as many bass as I thought I would. And I, I've gone a couple times, but I also started targeting other fish, um, which takes time, right? So I spent three of my few fishing trips I took this year going for, for carp, um, which I might be the only person in the world that doesn't catch carp, just like I did with the, uh, with the catfish last year, but I feel as though it was tougher conditions. Um, I don't know if it was the the rain washing things out in the rivers here. We had a lot of rain. You guys have had a ton of rain. So I, I haven't been affected by all that rain. Um, yeah. If you want to share screen, I mean, I could show you some of my catches this year. Yeah, let, let's, let's, let's run through it because that's, that's awesome. And uh, I love to do that. And let's make this, let's make this the all around fish show because um, it'll be good to do that. And we can kind of shoot right, the shit a little share. bit. I'm not, not trusted. Sure. I'm not trusted to share for good re good reason. Yeah, good reason. Always good reasons. There you okay. go. You should be all right now. Okay, let's see here. Come on, get off there. So if we start, let's see. Burp, burp, burp. Lake Murray. I don't know why it popped up over here. Hold on. Can you see it? Yeah, hold on, hold on. There we go. Look at that Lake Murray. Yeah, that Lake was, Murray was when was good, that? cold, snowing. Oh, February. Well, that was the day after. The tournament was on the thirteenth. Yeah. Um, so that, that was a good one. Let's see. The Potomac, the, the days I was out in the Potomac, surprisingly, I caught quite a bit of fish. Yeah. Um, Santee, there's beautiful Santee Cooper, which is rated beautiful. the number three, I think best bass fishing lake in the world. I did well there. Yeah. Um, here's a bit on the Delaware. I think I took second or third. That's good size fish for the Delaware. Got the bay. Good, good little bag. Let's see what else yeah. we got. Don't you love this? How you can tell it's me. Love, love the colors. Go, go back to that last one. And yes, your sunglasses. Look at the colors. Another tournament on the bay on that smallie. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been it's been a oh, the pugs, <laughs> pugs. My favorite event so far was Hardwell, which I finished. Took a check home. And you, you again, can spots. tell it's you because your eyes are closed and your sunglasses are They're crooked. Under. Yeah. yeah. That was a good bag of spots. That's a good spot. Yeah, it's a pretty um, fish, man. This was a good bag in the bay. 
that's a, that's a big bass right there, boy. Wait, wait, can we can we ask for a moment here? Are you holding your arms all the way out? They're not all the way out. They're just, bent just a little bit, but they're just, out. But that 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 that's a big big bass right there. I was gonna say how how big is that bass? Because that's a nice looking fish. That was a four pounder there. That's a nice uh, fatty. Look at the bet cut yeah. on that. Yeah. So, I mean, I I call it. I mean, tons of fish this year. Look at look bass finger. Come on, bass man. finger. Where's that good one from? Carolina. That one isn't that one. There's this one. I mean, that's yeah, a, a big guy, man. That wasn't the biggest. Oh, this one. That was a big chunker. It's been good. I've caught a lot of bass, but as you can see, most of my pictures are down south for the most part. Um, well, you went you went out on to um, your local reservoir spot a couple a times, times, yeah, and you didn't do great, right? You had some issues with the wind, and I, I feel like that's similar to the issues that I had. Um, kind of just conditions just weren't great. Now I know guys were were catching stuff and gals were catching stuff, and um, I, I mean I, I would go I out and fish. catch a limit. Yeah, I would yeah, go catch I, a limit each day, but. I've had this conversation a million times on here. Those boats you rent there, the power of the motors. Yeah. When that wind starts going on, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You need a real, you need an Altrex or, you know, a decent trolling motor, which they don't have. Yeah, of course. It all goes back to the fact that we need to get boats. I, you know, I, I revisited this conversation and then it turned from, uh, I need a boat. I need, oh, I need a car to tow the boat. <laughs> by next by next september I, I will have my bass boat listen um, just pull the trigger man i, I we've, we've got to well i i'm moving you know this is my last not even now a full year in maryland next year this time south carolina should be my full-time residence and uh when i sell the house up here you know i'll pull the trigger and i'll, I'll do it then um makes much more sense to me yeah i would yeah. love to be fishing my divisions next year as a boater, but financially it, it probably makes more sense waiting to sell the house to, uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. That makes sense. That trigger. You know, it's, I, it's, I, I go back and forth on the boat thing, man. And I, I, between, I think we talked about this a little bit and I don't remember if it was just you and me or, um, if I talked about it at all on, on the podcast, but I go back and forth between wanting a bass boat and wanting an ocean boat or a bay boat. Um, it's, well, it's, how much would you be able to use that bay boat? I guess being in Jersey, you know, you could more, but then you're kind of limiting yourself to bay fishing. Yeah, that's, and then it's like, well, I, I don't know if I'd eat anything out of the Raritan Bay anyway, right? Um, so it's like, do you then say like, okay, well, am I going to get an actual ocean boat and drive out, you know, a hundred miles to, you know, I think it's 30 miles to the nearest reef um, far enough to hopefully have some of that pollution diminish. But there's I, a lot of, in my opinion, to be able to do that, you, you need to have time on the water, that type of water experience, because when you start getting in the world of going out in the ocean, you know, yeah. yeah, a lot of time on the water is really needed to, in my opinion, I wouldn't hop on somebody's boat who's never done it and just got one to say, Hey, let's run five miles offshore because a lot of stuff can change out there. Like, you know, like, like this, it can on any of these big lakes. Yeah. Agreed. Or, you know, it's just it, a little bit more controlled uh, and it's, yeah. it's scary. I like, I couldn't imagine being on the great lakes when the weather turns. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's scary. Massive, yeah. 
but but you think of even the bodies of water that we fish, like the smaller lakes, we'll say smaller lakes, um, when that wind picks up and you're not in a good place and you got to make your way back, that is not, that's not a good position to be in. I, I, a I, lot I of that comes story. to time on the water and also being smart. You know, you, yeah. you don't want to hammer down when there's four foot seas and doing 60, 70 miles per hour spearing waves because it's not going to end great for you, you know? No, no, agreed. Uh, so I go back and forth on that. Let's let's kind of stay on that target. So I, you know, I've got experience on boats in younger days, I'll say, but I definitely do not have it in my adult age. Um, so I'd like to, you know, at least get my feet wet and, and start it. But I, I still, I just toy with the idea of saying, I just want to kayak for, for the rivers and, and lakes. Um, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls, I guess is the, let's see, I, I, I'm all in for both because what I'm yeah. trying to do with tournament angling, yeah, yeah, you know, th- there comes a point and Brennan and I had this discussion so much. We've been fishing so long, our whole lives, basically that we want to lose on our terms. Um, co-angling is a great way to get into tournament angling, but you're not making the decisions. You're not controlling the boat. You're not taking the boat to where you think the fish are you're depending on your boater to you know to do that um and you know that can be tricky sometimes and just like any sport you if you lose you want to lose because you made the bad calls you made the bad decisions um it's tough and then some people get all hype thinking if they they draw a pro boater how much better life's going to be drawing a pro well let me tell you Fishing behind a pro is very, very hard to do because they do not miss a lot of fish. If there's fish in those areas, they're getting first crack at them. They're not leaving much for you. Um, so, so co-angling is a tricky game. Well, I've, said, I've said this. I've said this to you countless times, right? Like, um, it, it has to be one of the most difficult things to do is to be on someone else's boat and it's not like you and i going out fishing together like right i lean to you as a uh, i don't know what do you think you know like you know if it's a body of water you know or you know if it's a new body of water to both of us you know maybe you know we both put our brains together we'll get on some fish but um you really do need you need a boat and it, we're in different places um when it comes to that so i'm empathetic to your plate, if you will. It's and, tough. It can make you want to yeah. bang your head in the wall because you, there's occasions like, let's say, I I don't know, it's a tournament on the Bay of the Potomac and I drill a guy who doesn't have a lot of time on the Bay of the Potomac. There's a good chance, I'd say 50-50, they would ask my opinions and what I should think just because I have a knowledge of the water around there and, and sometimes they listen to it. And there's other times you get guys who it's tunnel vision. It's like, this is it this is what I want to do and, and I'm going to do it. And then you might get guys who aren't, you know, they're fishing tournaments who aren't as serious as you are, uh, you know, about doing your best and winning. You know, some guys, it's, it's hard to explain. Some guys are just out there for a day and if it happens, it happens where a lot of us are out there because I'm not going to lie. I want to win. I want to beat everybody's ass. I want, I want to go home at the check. In. I had this conversation. I don't know if you watch uh, tennis at all, but 
um, I like watching tennis. Maybe one of the few sports I do like watching. We watched the U.S. Open and um, uh, Novak Djokovic was, if, if I pronounce his name correctly, congratulations. If not, oh well, this is how I slaughter words. Um, he was up for pretty much an amazing record, right? 21 Grand Slams, which is, hasn't been done in uh, 50 God plus knows years. how long, yeah. Yeah, so um, he was going up against this Russian, and he goes, the Russian's like, I, I, you know, I wish him the best of luck, but I'm here to win. And I said to Tom, I was like, part of me, you know, as an outsider, says like, man, like if I was in that position, I'd be almost like he is one of the greatest tennis players of all time, and you want him to win. But how do you go if you're all friends with each other? You like go in there and you're like, I really want you to have this moment, but I want to have my own moment as well. Like that's like the difference between the personalities of the pros and the personalities of everybody else. Like, you know, they say Kelly Slater, for example, is, you know, the nicest person in the world on land. When it comes time to compete, he wants to win. That's how I was raised. And I think more people should be raised. If you're competing and you want to compete... You're not there to get. Ricky Bobby says it best: "If you're not first, you're last." <laughs> yeah. Fishing's a little different because, you know, there's great pro fishermen who might never ever win an event, but they're there and they're making a living off it. It's very hard to win back to back to back events in fishing. Yeah. But I want to go out there. I want to. I want to beat everybody. I want to come in with the biggest bag. And if that's not the mentality I'm going out there with, that I want to catch a solid limit and go up there and cash a check. Then to me, what's the point? I mean, you saw this week the money that goes into it just, just for these BFLs. It, it's not, it's not yeah. cheap, not yeah. cheap at all. And especially with you know gas is high now, it's not cheap when you're driving eight hours to fish an event. You know, it's yeah, expensive. especially especially in your Kia. Yeah, in my Kia, exactly. My Geo Prism. Yeah. Your Geo Prism. I mean, you're I had a good year, 70 miles to the gallon, but you did have a good year. And I think I had a good year too. And I, you know, most recently this past weekend, I caught my first fluke of my adult life. Like uh, you brought back so many memories and nostalgia, like going fluking with my grandfather has grown up as a kid and, you know, God rest his soul. But like, it was cool. Like, like I'm into different types of fishing than you are. And I think as anglers, we, sometimes get so stuck into the type of fishing we are for so long. I was like, I need to just do trout. I just need to do trout. I just need to do trout. And I've branched out from that, but you were so gung ho on bass. And I'm so like uh, chasing the dragon, so to speak of different species. Because I I have an end goal. I have a dream. I want to be able to to do this for a, a, a living. Right. And you can't go into something like that. Just trying to be okay. You got to be the best. I always say it. Brendan and I, Lake Murray is not this weekend, it's the following weekend. For the past three weeks, when we talk, which is daily, it's about, all right, what should we do? What should we get? How this, that, but it's, it's all about laser focus. When my tour, last tournament ended, that tournament, you know, you, they say you get 10 hours to, not even, a couple hours to dwell on it, and then it's on to the next one. Focus on the next one. Yeah. And, and you did dwell a little bit on this last tournament. <laughs> I, I get, I get. Our new rule is we get, we we give it an, we gave it about an hour and a half, two hours, yeah, and I and didn't hear we, anything about it again. Yeah, and then then him and I discussed good things that came from our past tournaments, and I didn't lose my hat. That was a good one. It fell in the water. I got it back. Um, that that was a good point from that one. Um, I made it home safely. There you go. Um, the weather was nice. The weather, the weather was nice. That's always a good thing um, to reflect on. Yeah. So, 
But next year, my next season, I don't think I'll be fishing the Northeast Division. I think I'm going to stick to the South Carolina and the Savannah Division and uh, maybe throw a couple of Piedmont Divisions in. Um, just the amount of, of driving for the Northeast Division is insane. Um, most of these... So Major League Fishing, that's the BFLs. Most of the BFLs, you're fishing... Be the furthest away is maybe one state. You know, So if you're in South Carolina, you might fish Georgia. You might fish North Carolina. Yeah. The, North, the, the, the Northeast Division literally encompasses Maryland to Maine. That's that whole division. So you could be fishing anywhere in there. And um, those drives up there are just... They beat the hell out of you. It's a lot of driving. Um, well, you were saying even from my house to where you were, I mean, it was like... It's a long drive. That's a long... Like, I've been up there. It's a, That is not an easy drive either. I was literally the most northwestern part of New York. And the last hour and a half of the trip, you're, you're driving up the river and like literally River Canada. I mean, you're, you're right there. I mean, on the Canadian line. I actually saw a Tim Hortons, wherever that place is called. You know, they have them in Canada, like this fast yeah, food. Yeah. Never yeah. saw one. Actually, north of the Canadian, the bridge goes from the U.S. to Canada from there. North of that. And um, there's a guy I know who, who actually doesn't live too far from you. And it took him six and a half hours, or it took me seven and a half. Yeah, that is a long, long, long drive, man. Yeah. I, I was telling you today, we were talking about Myrtle Beach, and I said that I wouldn't. I don't think I would drive it. Um, but see, I, that I drive fly. down there is different because it's 95, and you can do. Yeah, but, it, but you've got to understand from here. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm dealing with Philly. I'm dealing with DC. Delaware. I'm dealing with D.C. I'm dealing Baltimore. with Richmond. Well, Baltimore, yeah. D.C. area. And then that's like three to four hours alone. Once you get past that, I mean, I, I think we told the story about how quickly I made it to Florida. Like, once you get past that, if you don't hit traffic on that route, you're golden, man. Like, yeah, you're on 95. You're great. But you got to get through those areas. Um, so I fly. I mean, it's an hour flight, right? Hour, 10 minutes or well, something well, like see, that. They, they, they released a schedule for the Northeast BFLs next year. And for some reason, we have back-to-back tournaments on the Potomac. So like the first one's the Potomac. The second one's the Potomac. And after that, I think it was the St. Lawrence all the way in Messina. Then it was... Champlain, mm. and then Cayuga. Cayuga is not a terrible drive, but Champlain and St. Lawrence, they're eight and a half hours for me. When yeah. the furthest drive for me for the South Carolina division this year was seven and a half. Right. And it's an easier drive for me because it's 95 straight shot. If I leave three, four in the morning, I'm there by 11 in the afternoon. Yeah. You're yeah. psychotic. You leave in the middle of the night. And so well, there's no traffic. And then Brennan, yeah. we, we camp. You get your gear set up. It's much easier. Right. And, and that's other thing. The, up north, the prices of hotels and campgrounds are... I looked. I considered a campground to go up a day earlier for this past one. And they wanted like $110. So you, need, you need a rooftop camper. Just pull over on the side of the road. Well, I, I sleep in the back of the Jeep. When Brennan and I camp at these campsites... We sleep in the back of our vehicles. We got rollouts. I mean, it's set up like a, so comfortable. But for two nights at a campsite down, this it's thirty bucks each we pay. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. 
Well, I think that's, that's about it, Joe. We're, we're coming towards the end here, man. Um, we'll have uh, that's a nice eye sound you have there. Well, we can do a, we can do an update from uh, Lake Murray next week. Yeah, that would be the goal. Pre-tournament. And that'll be the goal. Kind of see what Brennan and I got set up for it. I'm trying to see what I got next week. I was trying to get out fishing this weekend, but I don't think it's going to happen. We're getting close to uh, trout season again. So yeah. I'll start doing some fly fishing again. I uh, got to crack out the old GoPro. Um, like I said, I caught some fluke. It's an overall pretty decent summer, man. Catfish. I think, I think you caught more fish this year than you did last year. I don't know, man. I caught almost one of every species last year. Keep in mind. Although I did catch a ton of bass. And uh, when I did the river float trip this year, I got skunked. That was really high water too, though. It was super high. But I did last year when I did it, like the dozen or so times that I had the free time to do it. I mean, we were catching five, six fish at least. I mean, that one day we had almost like 20 to 30. He's getting it. Get it. Get that fly. Get it. Ah, this thing is driving me nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, How do they see you coming? It's always a pleasure, brother. All right. Take you too, man. Fly. I love you, man. Everyone, thank you for watching, listening, and uh, we look forward to touching base with you next week. Make sure to rock out the Metallica and Guns and Butter. That's right. Da-da-da-da. Good night. Late. Later.